Good morning, Berea Presbyterian Church. Welcome to you Sunday. As y'all know, I'm Paul Evans, Roland III, and I'm happy to be preaching with y'all today. Uh, let's see. First, I want to thank the session for giving me this opportunity to lead and worship here at Brewer today. i also like to thank the people we're going to be having in the service with Dylan and Erica and Sarah sharing their talents. I know I'll enjoy that first song. And also, my parents want to give all y'all an individual high. Uh, they have, they're having a great time in Georgia. They're enjoying seeing family and friends. They're safe, they're out, they don't have any stormy weather or anything like that, and they should be back today. But they just want to say they miss y'all. Now, please pray with me as we seek God's blessing and presence among us today. Oh God, calm us. Speak peace to us. Lead us beyond ourselves and gather us with all the saints in the church to glorify you for your mighty deeds. Now bless us as we come together to sing our sin, to sing your praise, and learn from your word. We pray in the strong name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Now, let us call ourselves to worship. Praise the Lord. The Lord takes pleasure in the people. Let us worship God whose steadfast love endures forever. Stand with me now as you are able and sing 262, Holy, Holy, Holy. Let us pray for illumination. Lord, open our hearts and minds by the power of your Holy Spirit, that as the scriptures are read and your word is proclaimed, we may hear with joy what you say to us today. Amen. Our Old Testament lesson today is from Exodus chapter 3. We'll start with the first five verses and then go to verses 10 through 12. And I'll be reading from the Common English translation. Moses was taking care of the flock for his father-in-law Jethro, Midian's priest. He led his flock out to the edge of the desert, and he came to God's mountain, called Horeb. The Lord's messenger appeared to him in a flame of fire in the middle of a bush. Moses saw that the bush was in flames, but it didn't burn up. Then Moses said to himself, let me check out this amazing sight and find out why the bush isn't burning up. When the Lord saw that he was coming to look, God called to him out of the bush, Moses. Moses. Moses said, Here I am. Then the Lord said, Don't come any closer. Take off your sandals, because you are standing on holy ground. And now moving to verse 10. So get going. I am sending you to Pharaoh to bring my people, the Israelites, out of Egypt. But Moses said to God, Who am I to go to Pharaoh and bring the Israelites out of Egypt? God said, I'll be with you, and this will show you that I'm the one who sent you. After you bring the people out of Egypt, you will come back here and worship God on this mountain. Thanks be to God. 
And now our New Testament lesson is from Acts, chapter 9, verses 10 through 17. In Damascus, there was a certain disciple named Ananias. The Lord spoke to him in a vision. Ananias, he answered, yes, Lord. And the Lord instructed him, go to Judas's house on Straight Street and ask for a man from Tarsus named Saul. He's praying. In a vision, he has seen a man named Ananias enter and put his hands on him to restore his sight. Ananias countered, Lord, I've heard many reports about this man. People say he has done horrible things to your holy people in Jerusalem. He's here with the authority from the chief priests to arrest everyone who calls on your name. The Lord replied, go. This man is the agent I have chosen to carry my name before Gentiles, kings, and Israelites. I will show him how much he must suffer for the sake of my name. Ananias went to the house. He placed his hands on Saul and said, Brother Saul, the Lord sent me, Jesus, who appeared to you on the way as you were coming here. He sent me so that you could see again and be filled with the Holy Spirit. This is the word of the Lord. Thank you, Sarah. How many times have you had this happen to you? Try and catch up with a friend. Try and go to a lunch or a dinner, something like that. And the two of y'all have a hard time uh, connecting with each other. You know, if I only do meet, the first thing out of your mouth is, did you get my message? The scriptures we read show, sure show us something about God sending a message and a command. First, God sent a message to Moses. He was a sheep herder, alone in the desert, when he saw an amazing sight. A bush suddenly began to burn without being burned up. And then, and then he heard the voice of God speaking in the bush. This extraordinary message was basically, I want you to go back to Egypt where you are wanted for murder. I want you to go to the most powerful man in the country and then I want you to leave my people out of slavery. Man, that's a wow, what a commandment from God. And then one story about Ananias. He received a message from God to go to Paul, who was blind just after his Damascus Road experience. The extraordinary message was basically, go and seek out this man and help him. The guy who came to kill any Christian he could find, including you. Mo now, well, I think Moses and Ananias must have both been thinking, it's like, whoa, hold on there, guy. You gotta be kidding me. Now, maybe you and I have not heard a message from God sending us into such a physically dangerous place as these two men from the Bible. But many of us have felt 
guys leading during important times in our lives. Whether it was deciding what line of work to get into, where to live, or falling in love with somebody, many people feel like God leads them. The stories of Moses and Ananias are both about God calling ordinary people and calling on them to do great things. One of the reasons I love the story about the burning bush is because it shows that God knows how to get your attention. Now just imagine taking a stroll, nice day outside, you're walking around, and then all of a sudden, out of nowhere, the bush turns gets on fire. But the bush doesn't burn up. And then the bush starts talking. I don't know about y'all, but that'll definitely get my attention. But even more than the lengths that God went to to get Moses' attention was what God said, the commandment to Moses to be the leader of his people and change their whole situation from slavery to return to their homeland. Ananias also had a huge impact in hearing and following the message he received from God. One of the things that surprised me while I was researching this scripture was that Ananias is only mentioned once in the entire Bible. I was shocked. How was there not any more record of someone who was so important to the Christian faith? After all, Ananias was the person who helped turn one of Christianity's most powerful and feared persecutors into one of his strongest advocates and disciples. So here's what I think the message that you and I should learn from this today. When God gets your attention, pay attention. Y'all hear what I'm saying? When God gets your attention, pay attention. Lord just doesn't talk to hear his own voice. When he talks to people, he has a reason. When God is calling, we need to listen and act. Now, it's easy. It's real easy to start making excuses to God, and it, even to ourselves, of why we can't, we shouldn't do something that God has called us to do. And Moses has several excuses that he tried. His first excuse was, you don't want me, God. I'm a nobody. When God calls on us to do his will, we almost always start with excuses. Like, you don't want me, God. You need somebody else to fix this. You need an 18. You need SEAL Team 6 to fix this situation right here. But God's response was, I'll go with you. And then Moses tried another excuse. I don't know what to say. But God's response was, I'll tell you what to say. Now, Ananias' excuse was a little bit more the lines of, God, you're kidding me, right? Are you aware that this guy who is persecuting Christians and throwing them into jail, and you want me to go there voluntarily and identify myself to him as a Christian? And God's response was, Yes, go to him. 
For he is an instrument who I have chosen to bring my name before Gentiles and kings. But you might say, I still have in mind that Moses was really special and that Ananias was special. God only works through special people. But in reality, Moses was just a sheep herder living in the desert. Ananias was just some random guy. God is not looking for people with superhuman powers. He's looking for ordinary people to serve an extraordinary God. You are God's answer. When the question comes up, who will I send? The answer is you. You are God's answer. Since the beginning of time, God has used ordinary people to do his will. Most of the people who became Jesus' disciples were fishermen and ordinary working people. So how can we tell that God is trying to get our attention? I take comfort in the words of Mother Teresa. In an interview with famous journalist Dan Rather, he asked her, when you pray, what do you say to God? I don't say anything, she replied. I listen. And Dan Rather, he didn't give up. He said, he tried another question. He said, well, okay. When God speaks to you, what does he say? He doesn't say anything. He listens. And Dan Rather didn't know what to say for a second. And Mother Teresa replied, and if you can't understand that, I can't explain it to you. Sometimes God communicates like in Bible stories. Like in big, bold, dramatic ways. Like a burning bush for Moses or a vision for Ananias. But sometimes God answers through prayer. And a quiet feeling of being at peace with the Lord in your soul, like Mother Teresa described. So what can you and I do when we sense God moving in our lives? Now, I don't know if y'all knows this. Got a water bottle right here. It's a souvenir for a mission trip that I went to with my middle school group. It has the words of St. Francis of Assisi on it. Preach the gospel. If necessary, use words. Look for ways to show others the gospel. Volunteer at a homeless shelter. Mentor a child. Visit the sick. Send a card to an elderly person. It's all that easy. And it's all that hard. It's easy. It's real easy to be comfortable at home and to be scared or anxious of the unknown. We often like to stay in our hometowns and places that we know, places where we feel safe. But we listen to the message from God. We may be led to deal with the unknowns in our lives, some of the scary parts. Life is too short not to have adventures. So go out in the world and do something new. One of my favorite movies and books it's the Lord of the Rings series. 
there's humor, there's adventure, there's battles, there's sword fighting, everything a guy growing up loves. For those who haven't watched the movies or read the books, I'll give you a little backstory. It's a fantasy world where a hobbit named Frodo is comfortable at home in the Shire, where he has never done anything unexpected or out of the ordinary. Then, the wizard named Gandalf comes and tells this very ordinary hobbit that he is being chosen for an adventure that will take him far from home and that will swing the balance between good and evil in the world. So when God asks you, did you get my message? You can rest assured that God knows how to pick the right people for the job. So go out in the world and be bold. Remember from Moses and from Ananias that God uses ordinary people. You can count on his promise. I'll go with you. Thanks be to God. Now please stand. You go nowhere by accident. Wherever God you go, God is sending you. Wherever you are, God has put you there. He has a purpose putting you there. God who dwells within you has something that he wants to do with you. Believe this and go in his grace with love and power. Amen.